<laughs> People are like, are they gonna start talking? <laughs> Do they exist, or are we just listening to what was good? Uh, yeah, yeah you're before just we listening. get into what was bad. <laughs> so, I just wanted to start this episode out with what everybody remembers about yeah. this cartoon. Did you watch this as a kid? My sister did. Okay, right. This came out on for me before He Man. See, I probably would have watched this if I. Uh, when was the cartoon um, big? Well, big. Like, when did people watch Jim and the Holograms? Oh, like eighty-five, eighty-six. Oh, okay. I wasn't born yet, so I wasn't gay yet. <laughs> or I. <laughs> but I loved. I would have loved it. <laughs> right. Um. What? Um. Uh, I, I just know. I was obsessed with all their makeup. Yeah, like, I thought it was amazing. So this is throughout I, uh, this. Now, okay, here's the thing. Um, I guess we should do taglines. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how we start shows. Yeah. That's uh, okay. Um, I only one. Okay. Every generation needs a voice. And sometimes it's a voice that shouldn't talk <laughs> or be our voice. Right? So, okay. I just wanted to make sure that, like, everybody hears this, right? This is the song. This is the yeah. theme song. This is everything that this show was. So like, you can see, like, everybody's got, like, 80s hair and glam and, like, makeup and crazy things. They just used that scene. Wait. Yeah. But that guy's angry. They're all, they all look so angry to be happy at their concert. But this movie doesn't use this theme song yeah. at all. Like not even. I oh, okay. We'll get to it. Right. Yeah. So, um, this movie has actually some like it has it made history at the same time as trying to copy history. Right. One, it's based on a Hasbro show and toy. Oh, because there's the whole Hasbro. Um, Cinematic Universe, which I saw an article today. I'm so bad. I'm one of those idiots that's like, I saw an article, and someone goes, oh, well, did you? And I was like, I didn't read the article. Right. I said I saw the article. But um, <laughs> it's still a recent article on io9, great uh, Nerdist blog that actually covers everything, mm -hmm. not just like, we only talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but they even had uh, Hasbro. The Hasbro universe that was trying to start movies, I believe, is getting uh, halted. Or it oh. was like, it's not happening anymore. Or it's severely being cut down. Good, because that's not something... You can't combine yeah. all this shit. Yeah. Like, it was, it was its own toy for a reason. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be like the Hasbro games and toys and like making those into movies. And I think like, what did that include? What were some of the other things? Because I know they were, they did Battleship. They were trying to do Monopoly. Mm -hmm. They were trying to do. G.I. Joe. Yeah. G.I. Joe. They got done. Transformers. My Little Pony. I mean, we'll Don't get, get me started on My we'll Little Pony. We'll get into That's it. That's disgusting. If you're an adult male into My Little Pony, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't do that. I know who you're talking there about. There are poor children <laughs> That literally search My Little Pony online and then have to read your smut because you can't keep it in your pants <laughs> for a cartoon horse. And no, don't do it. 
<laughs> so, do not. But let's let's hit the totals here, okay? Yeah. With a budget of five million and grossing two point three million in total, including an opening weekend of one point three million, making it the world's worst opening for a major studio-wide release, and therefore pulled from the theaters after the second week. Probably the biggest financial bomb of a major studio movie we've ever done so far. The rundowns go with three music video montages, seven out-of-place references to the cartoon, but not one play of the actual theme song, three shameless references to the 80s, one highly advanced pre-BB-8-style robot, nine unknown forgettable songs, six contractually obligated cameos, one Disney's Frozen reference, one end credits teaser, and 44 different pieces of product placement with a 4.1 out of 10 on IMDb, a 42 meta score, and 18% rotten. It's 2015's Gem in the Holograms. Let's drop some bombs. Thanks, Rusty. Say hi to Jajito. We are so cute and cuddly. Don't discriminate against us! I don't know your name. Lobo. Lobo Miranda. Lobo? Truly, truly? <laughs> Outrageous. I hope you're not a sore loser. It depends on how hard he spanked me. <laughs> Sarah, be my bloody valentine. <laughs> Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... A shitty build-it-yourself robot that your dad dead left for you to build because he didn't think you would have enough self-confidence to grow on your own. <laughs> Jared Seifert. <laughs> a shitty robot that... <laughs> Literally, this whole robot scenario is like... Dad didn't think you could do it, so he built you a scavenger hunt so you could get there yourself with his help, <laughs> idiot. Oh, God. Are we God. just going to stab it, like, right now? We're just going to stab right into it? Like, what, okay. what if she Listen. never figured it out? Does that mean that just, like, she never would have known her dad loved her? <laughs> yeah, right. So, like, I bring it up every now and then. I don't know if everyone knows this, but um, tragically, I'm gay. I What? <laughs> what? I, so I love like I love the women. I love the women empowerment. I love this over the top makeup. I I legit like as I was watching it, I was like, could I just get some bright pink lipstick and draw a line across my face and fill in the other half? Because it's not do. Like, I know I do. <laughs> I get really bored. Sorry. But, like, sh the way they do it, it just he looks sends, so good. He sends me I, snaps. He's like, I, what do you think? And I'm like, it's good, You I look guess. less scary this time? I don't know. <laughs> I get really – so, basically, like, my grandparents, they all give us, like, a chunk of money for Christmas, like, in different amounts. <laughs> and one, I was on like – I know. I was like, no, no, this is Target brand makeup that I was like, I'll try uh, to look it's fun. like a fun drag queen. Makeup. I don't know. Yeah. It's just – it's a fun hobby. Like, I'll show my friends. I'm never going to actually do anything with it. But it's actually – it's a good way to – kill a full two hours if you're trying to like beat your face like a drag queen if you want to do it like intense and i've only done it three times it's never been shorter than like two and a half hours but so i loved everything about this movie except i hated everything that about wasn't this movie no no i, <laughs> I hated that's what you're gonna say no, no i hated everything that was like any sort of stupid romance any sort of the stupid scavenger hunt 
or like any of the betrayal. If it was literally just like the establishment of Jim and the holograms and, you know, more of the like the contractual stuff, I thought it would have done a lot better. But this like shoehorned in robot scavenger hunt, I didn't appreciate. I thought it was stupid and it just was a sad excuse. I thought um, I never watched the cartoon, so I don't know. But like I thought. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm here to give give you the understandings of the robot um, and things like that. The whole diversity of the sisters or everything can be solved by singing five notes in a row and then you're all back to being normal sisters like oh you mean it, the the weird harmony yeah where they're like even... lucy you're flat <laughs> try again <laughs> like it, it i that kind of stuff took me out of it it was like it's i understood their family dynamic but it all seemed a little bit weird and then of course you have the classic like i think it's it's now in our culture, if you want a mom and you want it to be, or a mom figure, and you want it to reference mm-hmm. 80s, 80s, 90s, sure. you make that mom none other than... Molly Ringwald? Yeah. Like, it's I mean, such a, it's, she hasn't acted since not another teen movie. Oh, that no, was 14 years ago. No, she's done stuff. She's done stuff since then. She pops up in the weirdest places and like I'm talking about a major studio role. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like it it's not always not major studios, but like what she does, it's always kind of this role to where it's like you were a teenager, now it's funny that you're motherly. I mean It's like that she typecast it <laughs> it's but it's it's supposed to be that sort of like not irony. It's in that weird ground of like you grew up and now you're still Molly Ringwald. Like she still has that like Molly Ringwald about She's her. She's pointless in this movie. Well, that's also sorry, Molly. <laughs> yeah, a lot of your career. Oh, oh, we're apologizing for people that we're harsh to now on this <laughs> to Molly because I love her. Well, she so, she actually she always she does this um, the Molly Ringwald lip thing. Make bad choices. Yeah, they do. I was decided to live. That's bad enough. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's like, God, that got real dark. But yeah. no, Molly Ringwald, you know, she does that lip thing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? She's always like, her disgust of like, yeah. she raises the lip and then everything else kind of falls. And she's like, really? Like, that's, I love that. But she, that's her trope thing. And so you never watched this? As not the cartoon, no. Okay. So we're coming from completed completely different yeah. places. So and this I also will be a very interesting yeah. episode. Uh, I'm here to... Uh, uh, I remember my sister watching it. It came on before He-Man, so I definitely had to kind of sit through it. Uh, <gasps> and then... I just saw that there's a gem in the hologram song called Glitter and Gold, mm-hmm. and... Okay. Okay, I might have to watch all of Jim and the Holograms cartoons. Three seasons, 64 yes. episodes. Uh, sorry, I just got a little bit wet. <laughs> so I'm here Drowning to kind of fill you in on things that, like, where you're like, I don't understand why the robot was this, or, like, with the earrings, that's all from the show, that kind of stuff, right? But it's done so poorly, Uh so I re- went back and rewatched the first episode to prepare for our yeah. episode just to see, like, okay, what's what's the history? Because, you know, the first, the pilot episode uh, kind of uh, sets up things, you know? So, um, uh, yeah, the pilot episode sets up that Jem, uh, her name is... Uh, Jerrica. Yeah, Jerrica. Jerrica. Okay. I... 
Okay. I'm just I'm just I'm gonna set up the cartoon. Yeah. Because that happened in the eighties, so it's okay to just set it up now. My story is just a side story. My sweetheart mm-hmm. my gra- I had a grade school sweetheart and her name was Jessica. My name's Jarrett. And so as I was watching this, I was like it and this is in southern Illinois where the whole like gay thing isn't it's okay there now, but during the time when I would have been growing up there, I definitely probably would have been ridiculed and a little bit of an outcast, but I also didn't come out until like 20, so I probably could have hidden it. But if I would have stayed in Southern Illinois, I know I probably would have ended up with her and have been in like a lot of closeted relationship with her. Um, and I think our daughter might have been named Jerrica. Okay. Because Jarrett, Jessica, Jerrica. Oh. And I would have been really okay with that. Cute. Yeah. Because <laughs> she even, her middle but name was my mom's middle name. But then if you would have known this show, you would have, like, just celebrated it, I guess. Yeah, I probably like, would have yes! had to dye her hair. I would have I made my daughter look like a 1980s space sex symbol. <laughs> and everyone would have been like, ah, uh, what's wrong with your husband that's making all sorts of pretty little dresses mm-hmm. for your daughter and yeah. doing her makeup? Maybe like. He he's a he's a funny guy. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, um, in Gem and the Holograms, the mm-hmm. show, uh, basically it's already set up that um, Jerrica has a band, but it doesn't do well. Okay. Right? Her father is the actual CEO of Starlight Industries. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a switch up, right? Um. Her father, in the first two minutes of the pilot episode, dies. They mm. actually show a funeral on the cartoon. Wow. It's raining. It's, like, very stereotypical. Um, she then, um, another switch up is that um, uh, Eric, his name is Eric instead of Erica. So the bad guy in this film has been gender swapped. Oh, okay. As well. Um, so I also need to put that out there. So, um, now, uh, who, who is the lady that plays, uh, I mean, she's been in so many things. I've just oh, forgotten. Erica. She's one of my favorite, like, I never know her name, but she always. Yeah. It's Juliette Lewis. Yeah. So Juliette okay. Lewis always has a great. She makes characters so nicely because she mean, can be soft and since, sweet. Since like natural born killers, right? Yeah, she's always just had such a good like soft, sweet, and then she can also do that kind of like dagger of a of a mm-hmm. human being, and I, it's a lot in her face to where her face can be so malleable. I love Juliette Lewis. Yeah, I think she's phenomenal. and she's one of the best parts of this movie. Yeah, oh, she's great in this mm-hmm. movie. So, um, in the cartoon, Eric Raymond. Tries to take over the company. Okay. Right? Um, Jem, or Jerrica, uh, stumbles upon these earrings that her father left her, right? And the earrings activate Synergy, which Synergy is this holographic program that basically is like, hey, I'm pretty much the embodiment of your mother, right? So her dad boned... A hologram? No, basically, her mom died. Oh, okay. Like, as a child. See how they're, like, kind of, as wait, you her know, mom died when she was a child? How did she get born then? No. Wait. Yeah. Her as, mom was a child? No. Oh, you you asshole. Yeah. Um, no, like, her mom died when Jerrica was young. Yeah. Right? 
Uh, can't figure out if she actually does have a sister, like one of them as a sister, or that was just added. But Starlight Industries is also an orphanage. It's like a band. Wow. It's like it's yeah, it's a music studio slash orphanage. If they don't do well on their music <laughs> test, then they're like, you get to go to the other orphanage where they usually get a lot of abuse. Something weird. Sorry. Like that, right. Um. And so, like, yeah, Starlight is basically the like. Uh, not synergy. I uh, the is the holographic representation of her mother, mm-hmm. right? And basically, it's like, hey, I'm gonna help you be successful. That now, would make sense. In the movie, like towards the end, they're like, he calls synergy a she, and they're right. like, oh, you're a girl. So that's why. Okay. So yeah, and but then, also it's a robot. Robots don't have genders. Right. There is no. BB-8 style yeah. robot in the cartoon. Synergy is like an actual lab. It's like a full on, like, you know, like the rotating reel to reel, like computers and stuff. It's a full lab. And uh, it's mobile only because of the earrings. Oh, the star earrings, yeah. right? Now, what Synergy does for them is it actually, Jerrica's always at Jerrica, the Synergy itself projects a hologram onto her and the oh. rest of the band to transform them into the characters that, you know, Synergy creates the performance, right? So they're basically fucking posers. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not huh. actually good, yeah. right? Synergy helps them, right? Um, and then... Uh, there's a rival band called the Misfits that basically just try to just ruin all everything that goes on and like go in, on actual felonies and heists <laughs> and gem. So it's it's a little bit of Scooby Doo in the mystery portions and. Well, who could have done this? The other band. Yeah. Like those <laughs> yeah. things. So that's the setup. So like I just wanted to like and there'll be more parallels that we'll go into. Um. It, that that they try to and just fail. Like this movie is another one of those. Like, hey, we have a property. Let's make an origin of the origin story. Yeah. Where it's like, let's make a story that says this is how this came to be. And it's like, what is this? Oh, this is the thing that you actually want to see. We're not going to show you any of that yeah. shit to the second movie. Yeah. You know, it's that same kind of thing. See, I actually, I do think this movie could have done really well if they didn't have so much of that serious heaviness of it. If they went campy, if they went, if they full, went Scooby-Doo. Yeah, well, that or if they just went full girl camp, like if they were just like, this is a girly movie. Like you can go to Claire's and get your your um uh oh my god, Gem and the Holograms makeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, partner with a little girl makeup company and have that stuff. Little like preteens would eat this up. Yeah. I think I think they really just they didn't go about it the right way. They wanted to make it more adult when even it shouldn't have been that like because you can't play to the people that grew up on this anymore. The people you that can. Grew, you can. Yes, but you it, can. it had to have been camp. It yeah. had to have been like basically tongue in cheek, like nodding us like the whole time of being like, like what Scooby Doo the movie remember? did. Exactly. Scooby Doo the movie did that. They made fun of their own jokes. They made fun of them doing like the constant thing like Daphne getting captured, Velma knocking mm-hmm. her glasses off, Fred being a little hornball, like Scooby and Shaggy secretly being stoners. Like Scooby Doo, I think, did it properly. Mm-hmm. I know it's technically on our list, but I will defend that to the end of time because I love it forever. And even if we do it, I'll just quote the movie instead of actually doing an episode. But I think Jim and the Holograms could have 
have done it right if they analyze Scooby-Doo the movie. What's insane is the, 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 the director, John M. Chu, right, sat there and was and worked on this film, tried to get it pushed through production and so, until it finally, I don't know if it's Bloomhouse or Blumhouse, but Blumhouse did this film. See, I thought it was hilarious that Blumhouse was at the, tar- the start right? of it because I was like, it's not a scary movie. It's not a horror. Blumhouse did yeah. not get their start as a horror, I guess. Um, but what's interesting is that he, for 11 years, tried to get this film into production. Oh, my God. All because he used to watch it because uh, like, his sisters watched it. Yeah. Right? And what's also interesting about this film is that Christy Marks, the creator of Jim, said that she had no idea the film was going to be made and was upset that Hasbro did not inform her about it. See, so that's also their major, spend, yeah. Yeah, how can you spend 11 years like obsessing about trying to make this production and, and not yeah. even call her up? Like, something is off about this whole thing, and it shows in the final production. Yeah. Well, this sounds like a guy that, like you had, you saw this cartoon because your sister saw it. And right. This is someone that was like... But that doesn't mean that... I would never be like, I my sister saw this, so I'm going to go create... No. Yeah. Well, I'm going to so, go create He-Man. But it like, could be that he saw it and he might have watched it a lot more, but his idea was like, oh, I can do it better. I can make it more adult. I can connect it to everyone and we'll all love it. And it was like, oh, maybe not. No. If you're going to do a remake, if you're going to take something from the past and bring it into the future, future try and keep everything as uh as connected to the original as possible you have to because that's the reason we're watching that's why we want it we want movies because of what we got from the original remakes are supposed to be uh a reimagining but that's still core that audience thing if there is someone out there that believes that jim and the holograms did that Okay, sure, maybe you <laughs> yeah. love it. But um no, I think this was extremely made for 13-year-old girls, but it wanted I think it wanted to aim at 13-year-old girls, but they aimed it at 17 to 21-year-old girls. Sure. Which is that they like, got its wires crossed because of that. Cuz it was like girls are growing up faster. We need to make an older-paced movie plot. But also, young girls are going to look at this and feel really great. So we need to like young it up. So you ready to dive in? Oh, always. Right. I actually, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. Okay. So first, uh... I gauge all these movies. I figured this out today. I gauge these movies that we do based on how much I use my phone while watching. Oh, them. okay. So this movie, I actually like. Don't think I touched my phone much at all. I sat through the whole thing without touching my phone. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's got like it's entertaining, but then it's it's just it doesn't know what it wants to be in the end of it. Uh, so first off, I noticed that like I was like, oh, all Spark Productions, like okay. And at first, I forgot there was a Hasbro movie, so I was yeah. like, what Transformers? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, but that was like right out the bat. And, um, okay, this movie, oh, it just, it just annoyed me so much with the constant aspect ratio changes. Yeah. Like, first we're, like, uh, vertical iPhone video, then I, we're, okay. like, YouTube, then we're, like, mm-hmm. not YouTube, yeah. but a little bit more expanded than that, then we're, like, 
Apple webcam. And I, then we're... Before, I just want to blanket statement all of it instead of every time it happens, just keep talking about right. it. No, because there's a bunch of it stuff happens like this. so much. So they go on. much. They'll do YouTube. They'll take like popular YouTube videos that have like songs or beats to them. That's a different thing. We'll go into that one. I'm talking about like... but. This is, I'm connecting it to it because okay. they'll also take like homemade videos. They'll just take YouTube videos, homemade videos, Apple videos, whatever they are, and they'll use them at different points. And it's just a, a way to be like um, for them to connect it into this digital age, which is what is kind of happening in this. Is it's it's, what... it's a digital age of um, of creating a band based on YouTube is what like the whole theory and the yeah. roots behind it is. And so a lot of it throughout the film, we have cuts over to different YouTube videos, to viral but stars, or reviews. But some of it doesn't even apply. Yeah. At some points, it's, um, Sometimes it's just music. It's like, so many I, fucking random people drumming on yeah. bullshit. And it, <laughs> it, like, the music, for the most part, fit the scenes. But Well, yes, but did it, I need to, like, because it distracted see, me. Uh, a, a poorly videotaped video a poorly videotaped video a poorly like videoed performance of two drummers like having a drum battle and then doing drums together no i didn't need that i just wanted the music i didn't want to see them i don't care i'm not going to go online and search for two drummers duke it out but then become friends at the end (laughs) i didn't want to see youtube videos in the middle of my movie okay so yeah uh to set it up this whole movie I got um, so mad. Sorry. I no, <laughs> I was like, YouTube sucks, but no, I actually really no, love YouTube. Well, but the, here's the problem is, okay, this movie, one, feels like Google just slapped money all over it, right? Yeah. But then you realize that the movie itself only cost $5 million, Okay. And you're like, what? Which is funny. So we we also we did jury duty. Mm-hmm. Which I looked at the budget. I I just got bored and I looked at the budgets because sure. sometimes, okay, Jonathan's a little unprepared sometimes, but he was really prepared for this movie. So Thank kudos you. to him. Thank you. But so I was like, I've got time to kill instead of us wasting some time later. I'll just look it up these things. It depends on the films, guys. Yeah, it really does. But so I looked them up and I compared the budgets. A movie from 1995 uh-huh. had a budget of $21 million. Yeah. And they had a they grossed uh was it fifteen or seventeen million? Seventeen. Seventeen million. This movie had a budget of five million and made back two point one. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Or is yeah. it point one with the five? It's yeah. Two point three. Which I was like that is such a huge difference because uh the movie from uh from oh jury duty yeah jury du- i was like the movie from past jury duty had no special effects whatsoever nope. like i think all of their money just went to like shooting on location probably and everything. all the but like b-list actors yeah like this i don't know what they did because they even have like they have kesha they have hillary duff singing they like they had people like i i really <sighs> think i think that more than half of this production uh, when it comes to the money, like people, people, they, I think they preyed on the fact that there was nostalgia involved because mm. that's where we're at right here. Is that all these videos and that's throughout how we the know, entire film? That's right? how we know there's no God. They prayed, but he didn't answer. No, he did not. 
He said, uh, "When I get into heaven, be your own gem." That's what he said. Yeah. When I get into heaven, I will ask God for forgiveness, and He'll say why, and I'll say, "You I messed watched. up a lot, but Jim and the holograms really needed you." <laughs> um, really so, needed you. <laughs> um, this, okay, all of this video. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw this part. But, well, I watched the movie, so no, just meaning like uh, you had you you had uh, looked into any of the making of it. Okay, no. all of these videos were when it was being made. The director John Chu basically said, "Hey, send in your like most fondest memories of Gem and the Holograms, the cartoon." Uh, that's a huge problem, though, because they're not going with the cartoon story. Right. They're creating a new story. Well, you're already saying what, what happened, yeah. right? He was like, send it in for your chance to be featured in the film. So he basically looked through all the footage of all the stuff that people sent in via YouTube, Instagram, whatever, right? Yeah. Collected the footage that basically he could twist and apply to this gem yeah. in the movie, right? Except there were some real young people. There were. There were some like right? there were some teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I know this came out in two thousand fifteen, but they were like I would say thirteen year olds, maybe twelve year olds, so Well the most of the majority the majority of the footage seems like at the end portion. Yeah. Right? And they're all wearing the gem logo like shirts and stuff like that. So you can tell that they're like yeah. like older and like fans. But the problem becoming is that um, all these fans were misled that their stuff would be like, uh, you know, the film at the end would just maybe at the end credits roll or whatever would talk about why we all love like Jim in the first yeah. place. And he sat there and misconstrued their words, right, and just threw it into like about this. And it's like I wasn't talking about your piece of shit movie. Yeah. I was talking about the cartoon that this should have been. You know, but now and they're in the movie. It outraged fans. Yeah, um, to it, it, like people were pissed to even see themselves on screen. Yeah. That's when you know you've done wrong. I'd be like, oh well, it's okay, right? People were like, I did not say that about this <laughs> gem. I said it about that gem. I would still be writing that though. I'd be like, I was in a movie. I was in Gem and the Holograms. Yeah. That would be my claim to fame. I don't care. <laughs> but, um, um, so, yeah, we start out the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like it's a video. It's a bunch of different videos. It's like setting up the setting up the YouTube era of right. you can go on YouTube, you can post a video of you singing, and you can potentially make it. Right. Which, you know, uh, who is who did that? Who is the big one that did that? Megan Trainer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. With her obnoxious songs, I, I I don't think her songs are that great. And a lot of it is like you can do it because a man eventually. Oh, will Megan Trainor isn't who I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. I'm thinking Megan Trainor. I'm thinking is of like, the girl that was um, sadly assassinated, like in Orlando. Um, she was on The Voice, and then somebody. <gasps> oh yeah, one. She had a crazy fan incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Gosh. R.I.P. Um, yeah, I know. I remember that. But okay, this is a movie. That basically is we just like, keep describing the movie <laughs> because it's hard to right. Yeah, this is a movie that tries to say like, a you can be you can become YouTube famous. Yeah, like and this is why I think this movie was sponsored by YouTube and Google because it's constantly like 
running down being like, hey, this is how you upload a video to YouTube. Yeah. They're showing every single step. This is how it's gotten this many likes. This is what YouTube yeah. like, it shows interface comments, looks It like. shows everything. Yeah. Um, but we start off, we get some videos of people like trying to be famous and mm-hmm. whatever, and then we get to uh, Jerrica's video, and right. she... She's talking she's to the video. The story of the movie. Yeah, she. So it's it's one of those things where you start off and you're like, oh, this is the end of it. How do we get to why she looks so bummered? Right. Um, and then you get her I think establishing. Just start where they begin. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get her establishing um, her family, how she got there. Like her dad's dead. He used to be a scientist that was also obsessed with music, which I don't know how that happened. Um, but he like also somehow managed to um, have his guitar get hung up in a very prestigious yep. uh, music venue. He managed to install a flip like computerized board in the Pier of Santa Monica. Yep. <laughs> um, somehow and adjust the pipes that the waves crashing into make noises. He adjusts them to. Oh, this this man is getting away with crazy shit yeah, he, in downtown LA. So he's a scientist, but he also is somehow a musician that needs to be influential. But he also, I think, is an architect because how else would he have done these things? He basically is at some point... I just want to cover that subplot because it's so stupid. He basically sends his daughter on a scavenger hunt. So his daughter, Jerrica, remembers all of these good things... Um, and Jerrica, this is like her establishing. Jerrica has a sister and mm-hmm. she's a few years younger. Her sister's obsessed with filming everything. Yes. Her sister is a social media person that will just like constantly show herself all over the place. She's an Insta whore. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought her sister was like super famous on Insta. <laughs> yeah, like, right. It makes it, it doesn't paints seem her, like she it is. It paints though. her it paints her it to does, be that way. Right? Where they're like, look at all yeah. the pictures, and it's just like when you when you really think about it, like or like at least look at it, yeah. no, she's not. She just takes a bunch of pictures yeah, she's just, and posts it, yeah. but she's not famous. Which is like, no, she's good looking enough that she'd be another insta whore. Yeah. And I <laughs> and, so I actually I have a friend who her little sister growing up, we all knew she was like severe ADHD. Mm-hmm. We were like, Ooh, okay. And um she randomly like when we were in college, so she was like middle school. She was doing the kawaii thing mm-hmm. where it's like big pink crazy hair, Hello sure. Kitty, stuff sticking out of everywhere, bright eyeshadow. I don't know. It's like <laughs> this whole movie. Yeah, this whole movie, but like the like. Uh, Actually, no, Japanese, not as much as it should yeah. be this whole movie. Like more of the cartoon. Yeah. But like the whole like, um, I want to say like Japanese over the top fashion stuff sure and we were like haha that's funny and i clicked on her instagram because it was like a suggested thing and she had like 2.1 thousand followers or something like 2.1 k i don't why aren't you hitting her up for our show i know well (laughs) because it wouldn't work (laughs) trust me she should be here right now but she like she just did it so that's why i was like oh okay like her sister could probably do it as well which like that my friend's sister was like the least I never expected that to happen because she was always just like, ooh, 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 yeah. not happening. But um, so like she's establishing everything, her sister, her dad, then like her dad died. And so they had to go live with their aunt and their aunt has two adopted daughters. Mm-hmm. Basically, like any parent uh, is not actually a parent except no. for um, what did they say? Erica. Yeah. Erica. 
but you kind of find that out later. Yeah. So it's the establishment of the family they're in, and it paints them all like, oh, this is the good one, this is the bad one. And then it shows them all getting a fight immediately after that. Like, for sisters, we get along really well. They get in a fight. And, um, yeah, they get into a fight because, like, uh, one there's of the like girls There's like the fashion designer sister. She there's a the techno sister. Yeah, and she took her, she took the one girl's dress and turned it into a better dress. But then, because she's the rebel, she was like, I like it, but I'm going to alter it right in front of you. Rips the sleeves and she's off. like, Hey, you can't do that. And it's like, You it was just her altered dress. her dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, but none of it, like, you're just like, Shut up. Yeah. Just everybody shut up. N- meanwhile, like, it's not fully established, which makes it creepy, like, as it goes, how old they really are. Yeah, I still don't know, and I thought they might have been in high school, but they don't for, go to school. For Jerrica and Rio to kiss by the end, they, I guess they are See, of age. I thought they, the girls were all in I high school. I thought they all were, too. But then she which kisses makes it way Rio, creepy. and I was like, if Rio's the college intern... He's probably maybe 22 or 21. Right. And then she's maybe 17 or 18. So I was like, it could be legal, but it is still a little uncomfortable. There, I mean, there's there's lines. Yeah. And lines enough where, like, because as soon as Rio comes on the screen, chiseled jaw, like, five o'clock shadow, you're like, mm. he's a... And, and and also like hating on the girls, yeah, and and hence Jerrica giving him like back talk. You're like, fucking love interest, yeah, you know. And then which immediately you're like, please don't make this happen. Please yeah. don't make this happen because it, they're it seventeen. Does, please, yeah, it feels a little. They creepy feel pedo. seventeen, yeah. And I think a part of this too. Is- See, but I think her sister, her sister could legitimately pass for sixteen or seventeen. The other three girls. One girl in the morning, she comes back in at night, and she, uh, she, like, or she comes back in in the morning, and a guy's like, "Can I have your number?" And she's like, "We're not going to see each other again." And closes the door, and she goes, "Hey, girls, if they ask if I was here all night, I totally was." And they're like, "That's what we thought." And she's like, "That's the right response." Like, she was just spent all night out with some random guy. She's like. That like literally just him asked in for the her backyard, yeah. basically, like just all over yeah. him. So I'm like, maybe they just never went to high college and they just finished high school. I don't. It doesn't establish a time period. It doesn't establish like what season it is. Nope. It doesn't establish their age. It just says they're girls. They live with their mother, adopted mother, aunt. Which is weird for a movie that needs to establish exactly where it is at all times via actual Google Earth. Yeah. It, it's like, an, yeah, they couldn't like zoom in on their Facebook to show a birthday for one scene because they would do that. That is something this movie would do. They'd be yes. like, Jerrica, July 27th, 1987. I don't know. That would make her older than me. Right. <laughs> but still, they didn't do With, anything like, like actual, that. actual like screen footage of somebody like typing out like happy 18th. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. Um. And that could be like the way it started out. Like I remember it all started my 18th birthday. We're rewriting this movie, and it's going to be a lot better. Um, yeah, right. So Molly Ringwald yeah, is she the aunt, com- and she they're fighting, and she walks in and is like, "Girls, fucking give me a C flat or something." Right? Yeah, and you're like, uh, "That's oh, okay. That's a B sharp, but okay." Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And they go into like a Gregorian chant together. <laughs> They all sing something, uh, and then they're like, they're friends man. again. Yeah, <laughs> right? all... It's so weird. Yeah. Because you're like, 
is that what you do? You just, like, she just shows up and is like, time to Gregorian chant. Except if my kids are fighting, I 100% would just start singing over them just to be like, you can get loud, watch me do this. And <laughs> then just, just fighting, start belting like, something like, you oh, no, Never I would be like, you down. do you believe in life and love? And they'd be like, whoa, what? <laughs> and I'd be like, let me share this with you. But then they start um, they start singing with you. I can yeah. see something. Right? They're Gosh. like, we don't have the rule. We don't have the rights for that, yeah. Dad. So uh, we're just going to uh, Gregorian chant. Thanks. But, yeah, that qualms everything. And then her little sister is like, let's go into the backyard and make our own music video. It'll right. be funny, hilarious. And they go in the garage and the aunt, the They find Molly mother, Ringwald's clothes she has from Breakfast Club. 10,000 wigs, <laughs> 50,000 outfits, like buckets of makeup, like a dress-up chest we oh, used to have. it's not a dress-up chest. It's a full dress-up garage. <laughs> Everything in that garage is a piece for them to dress up Okay, with. and this is like basically... You know, other than, oh, Jerrica is Jerrica. Like, this is the first big reference to, like, gem, the gem yeah. costumes and the hair they and the glitz like, and glamour. They stars on their face. Mm-hmm. They, like, they put on uh, it's bright the most, colored wigs. It's the most 80s, like, heels, yeah. costumes, leggings, everything that yeah. they're going to get in and this And this movie. is how it should have established. But then Jerrica comes out there and she's like, Mah-mah. and she kind of bashfully does things. She plays along. And then whenever they ask her to sing a solo, because Jerrica's a musician. She writes her own stuff. She's like, no, I'll do it later. Like, the God, yeah. this next coming thing. But she like rings, like the doorbell rings. She's like, gotta go by. And then they're like, <laughs> we'll leave the camera in your room for you to film it later. So Jerrica goes upstairs later and sees the camera. And she like keeps trying different introductions, which like if you've ever tried to make your own video, we've all been there at least once or twice, right? You don't know how to start it. You're like, hey, this is me, Jarrett. Haha. <laughs> or you're like, no. And you're like, yeah. What's up, YouTube? Well, I'm here again. Jarrett coming at you. Like, she's trying different actually, things. This is actually, I mean, this this movie is like, hey, this is what it's like to sit through somebody's actual shitty YouTube channel, yeah. Yeah. right? And then I sat there being like, oh, don't make me watch the whole song. Yeah. Like, because that's what this is. This movie is the story of somebody being YouTube famous. Yeah. Right? This is how... Like Logan Paul and all the rest of them oh, became don't bring famous. Him up. He's oh, terrible. I was gonna make fun of him all yeah. this whole he's thing. He's disgusting. Yo, no, he's a piece no, of trash. He doesn't deserve to even be brought up. No. Like, oh no, we're gonna do your fucking movie, Logan Paul. <laughs> I, the thinning. Go fuck uh, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Fuck you. That's it. Right? That. Okay, that oh, wait, okay. forest they went into, like, I've watched documentaries wait. on it. I think that's, like, it's very sacred <laughs> ground. And what he did is just, it's extremely what if, terrible. What if, I just thought of this, what if Logan Paul was on a mission from his dad <laughs> with a robot to go into the suicide forest? No. Uh, oh, God, don't the missing even. pieces of the robot. That's what so if, bad. <laughs> I, no, no, that, like. That whole thing, like, everything that he did is just, it's wrong, it's terrible, it's extremely disrespectful. Like, that forest is minorly, uh, it is sacred ground. Just so his and... dad could tell them that he loved him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's still, it's, I don't condone anything that uh, he's done, and I do think you should be extremely banned. And YouTube has Oh, done, absolutely. Well, YouTube has come out with, like, oh, you know, um... uh, we're open to the idea of coming back. Like, no, don't. Yeah. 
No. Um, but so she like she keeps trying, she keeps trying, and then like she sees a wig, and it's like, whoa, she figured it out. Um, right. And she uh, she she puts together some makeup, she does it up, and then she decides to turn all of the lights in her room off except for a flashlight shining shining through like a prism cube. <laughs> right. So her face is a rainbow. So whatever makeup she put on it mm-hmm. doesn't even exist. Um and then she basically because she's shy like presents this alter ego for the camera just so that she can sing this song which seems to have no structure. It's it's an a cappella song yeah. just like every other girl that wants to be YouTube famous with a cappella yeah. guitar. Yeah. Um but it seems to have no structure. Like I I'm, I'm trying to listen to it and I'm like I can't figure out what's chorus, what's verse and like and somehow this song becomes like YouTube famous overnight, yeah. a million hits, everybody's loving it, so and I'm like, eh, it's, yeah. I feel like everybody, everybody who has become famous is like multiple posts per day, you know, yeah. like kind of like it doesn't happen like this. Well, she, um, so she, she does it. I think people more connect with the lyrics of like, oh, you're you're an outcast, me too. I feel that way. Blah. I my then, eyes rolled hard on that. I know that. they did. I was like, <laughs> they went into the back of his head and disappeared for a second. I was because like, it's just so like the whole movie is encouraging this. You can become famous on YouTube yeah. thing, and I hate that. Even though like See, mm, okay. that's what we're trying to this do ourselves, I guess. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing though. In Southern California, there's the dream of you move out here, you try you do it you really just put and yourself then you out just there. come up and with a you, podcast six yeah. years in that's <laughs> but then like and then you know you try you do your best you show who you are and then you make it big which was a lot of like n- like a lot of socal people's issues with uh la la land yes la la land because la la land was real yeah la la land was like hey you probably aren't gonna make it and you're gonna be a fucking waiter yeah, and like deal with end? it Huh? Well, yeah, but but basically it's at least telling you like, hey, like, don't don't fall for the first guy you see. I want to see um, a movie about people that come out to Southern California, think they're going to do amazing. And it starts to paint it that way. And then um, a year or less later, they move back to the Midwest because that (laughs) is about all but two of the people that I know Mm. that have moved out here. Yeah, sorry to everyone Real. else. But I like, used to live with somebody from the Midwest as no, well. And it's super. Actually, I'm hard. curious what he's doing. Um, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's their fault at all. They're some of the most talented people I've ever met. They're amazing. They're beautiful. But there are people from every single state coming here, going to California, yep. going to every other smaller venue as well. It's hard. It's not easy to break in. And I'm not saying give up, but I'm saying like. But this movie irresponsibly perpetuates that dream. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Irresponsibly. And they already live in Southern California. Yeah. It's basically, it's like I said, I'm, I don't know how this movie wasn't funded more money because it is a YouTube commercial. It's like, yeah. if you post this, you will be famous. You will be Jim. Because basically the end of the movie is like, Gem is all of us. Gem is YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it's all of you. Yeah, too. it's like, it's your voice. Figure out. It's all of you, too. <laughs> okay, so uh, with that being said, um, 
she films this video and her sister takes the camera because she's like, go ahead and delete that, right? Well, and her she sister she deletes it, but her sister notices she doesn't delete it. Oh, so I thought she did. Would post... she get interrupted or something? Yeah, well, she thought she deleted it and she just handed it off. Oh. So her sister sees that she made this video and decides to upload it for her. Yeah. Right? And oh. then... And then overnight, it becomes a sensation. Yeah. Overnight, I mean, really, without you, like, posting it, it on Facebook once. Yeah, it should anything. have definitely been, um... Let me, let me, let me tell you how much of a so. not sensation we are. I know, I was like, this is, this, 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 this I'm happy. movie is just gonna be like, hey, you know how success happens fast for some people? You aren't that. <laughs> oh, like, man. Mm. Are we hating you know, on it because we're, we're just, just jealous? This, this is, no, we're doing this for fun. Because I actually, I really did like um, some of this stuff in this movie. So then, sure. Jerrica also has some sidesteps of talking about her dad, and her dad was building a robot, and her dad made it for her, and he left it for her, and the robot hasn't talked in decades, and never did, and blah, blah, blah. So they, um, video becomes famous, and everyone's like, who is she? Who's Jim? Who's Jim? And there's Starlight productions right and they are trying to reach out to her and then uh i also like that when you're saying they're trying to reach out to her like her sister says something and i'm like is this where she goes uh the video is public but my account is private is that a thing i don't know see well like she also could have just like posted it under like some other thing i guess um but so then jerica decide or and then find why out isn't what's her face more f- or or at least why isn't her sister because it's on her account yeah and she apparently posts everything why aren't people immediately thinking yeah. she's Jim I don't know right yeah like it doesn't really add up yeah maybe it's like a side account because you, you know? can do that on Twitter as well I easily g- I guess but I don't feel like she'd do that yeah I feel like in her need to post everything she yeah. would just post this for attention too yeah right um so. We go then, we find out that Molly Ringwald, her house is being foreclosed on. Not a lot of money, and I think that's because Molly Ringwald actually doesn't have a job, or she owns, like, a (laughs) thrift store. I don't know. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you, too. I wrote it down uh, when it becomes a problem, like, at the end. Um, I was like, what is Molly Ringwald's problem? Yeah. In this movie. Like, I don't She's understand. She's not making money, but she works at it. She owns a store because she then lets everyone go at the store and works on it at, as herself. Um, I guess. Like, it's just not. No, that's what they say. That's not real... what you guess. That's what's happening. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, no, I really don't know. I don't know yeah. what the establishment is. It's not yeah. well All I know is Molly Ringwald had a store, and then she says, like, oh, you know, it's like the old, like, whenever I first opened, just me, the store. It's kind of quiet, but it's nice. And she goes, oh, you fired everyone? Like, you didn't need to do that. And she's like, well, you know, it's not looking good. We're we're done for. So Jim decides, well, Jerrica decides she's going to contact. um, We can call her Jim. Erica. Well, yeah. (laughs) But uh, Jerrica decides she's going to contact Erica after you say we can call her Jim. I'm like, No. Um, she, she, uh, she's like, Hey, I'm actually this person. Uh, I want to, let's do a deal. And Erica's like, cool. We'll send a car for you tomorrow morning. She's like, one stipulation. Got to bring my sisters. They are my band. Meanwhile, what business just continues conducting conversations and businesses via YouTube chat? Right. (laughs) And then like, uh, there's this bit. 
at the yeah. end of this, right? Where she's basically like, here's the ultimatum, take him or leave it. And then the response is a poop emoji. Yeah, but then right? you're like, oh, sorry, typo. Typo? That's not a typo. That's- like, you can't, like, you can't type poop emoji see, instead of like car will be on its way yeah but see i thought it was going to be something that was like oh poop emoji like oh shit we got a deal like that was supposed to be the joke of it but then it was like oh no you know i just no typo. this was exactly one of those things of being like we're gonna prey on the preteens and they're they know poop emoji yeah. and we're gonna love they're gonna love that joke oh yeah that's not but it wasn't a joke. Like, like it doesn't make any sense. Nobody just types shit yeah. <laughs> as their response. Like, you have to deliberate. If you want okay, everybody knows if you want to hit an emoji, you have to deliberately hit said emoji. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, you can make a typo of, like, I hit the wrong emoji, but you can't go from text to emoji right. without some deliberate actions. And... I don't even know if you can via YouTube Messenger. Hence, I don't even know YouTube Messenger is a messenger. I don't even know if it works. Yeah, <laughs> know that that's a thing. <laughs> like now, YouTube, you're creating things that you wish existed but don't. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, yes, yeah, they agree. They're like, yes, your sisters can come out with us. Cool, right. great, amazing. Which is not. I'm pretty sure they set it up. They set yeah. it up to where. They agree to have her sisters come out, but they're going to phase them out eventually. Right. Now, another thing about Starlight is that, like, that they don't really do – and they, they actually filmed it, and um, uh, uh, it, but it never – it got cut in post-production is that, like, Starlight doesn't seem like an established business. Yeah. Right? There's no other recording artist. There's nobody famous. There's nothing that makes you go, like, oh, you should go to Starlight. You know, instead of being like, I'm going to hold out for like Warner Records or yeah. something, right? They they shot something with Ariana Grande. Grande or? Grande. Is it Grande? It I don't is. know. Like, oh, so it's like, <laughs> so it's like Starbucks. Yeah. Um, You're late on that joke. Damn it. I didn't. I didn't know anybody. I'm sure somebody made that joke. Shit but on your parade. Whatever. You're late on it. Whatever. God. Um, they filmed something with her. Yeah. And to a step of, like, basically, Jim runs into her in the studio and is like, hey, what are you, like, I know you, I love you, I'm a big fan. It's like, yeah, I'm recording here, too. Like, so, like, to establish that Starlight is important and is in the business. But, no, it got cut, right? Yeah. Um, Instead, it decides to rely on a whole bunch of other useless cameos we'll get to. (laughs) So um, we then get, like, all the girls are gearing up. They're going to leave. There's also, like, a bodyguard named Zipper. And then they all get Which in- is from the show. Yeah. They all get into Erica's car and drive away. The car has five seats, and there are four girls and Erica. So I don't know where Zipper went. <laughs> <laughs> but he was there when they were getting picked up. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, Zipper. I mean, he just kind of just, just goes along. Yeah. Uh, but so Jerrica also on her way out, she grabs her dad's robot. It's like, good luck, Trevor. Well, out of like when you have a full bag to pack, like just one bag, like because they were only allowed to take one bag. Yeah. Like, of course you bring the giant BBA robot. Yeah. That you're <laughs> never worked. Uh, so they get to LA. What's the name of the robot in Wally? The white one. Eva. Eva. It's very Eva, Eva. too. Eva. Um, 
they yeah so they make it to la and they start like right off the bat doing everything erica introduces them to rio spoiler alert he's her saw her done her solder her done i couldn't even it's Erica Raymond's son. Uh, son. Yeah. So Starlight Industries owner's son. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's about it. That he's yeah. kind of like their bodyguard slash chauffeur. Uh, it's more of a chaperone. Yes. Okay. Uh, basically, he has been given the task to be their chaperone in order to prove himself that he's able to be the next in line for Starlight Industries when Erica retires one day. Um, now, um, in this moment, the girls are then, uh, being like, Hey, good luck with your, like, uh, makeover. Right. Something like that. Like, right. He, he says, uh, good luck with your, he hates them. It's not makeover. It's a, um, uh, a fashion. It's a fancy. Yeah. It's it's basically like breaking down everything you are right now right? and why it's not good. Right. And then building you up as something better. Right. And the girls are like, we, okay. Like so we so get a full montage of this. Yeah. Right. And after the montage, the girls seem no different. <laughs> they, they don't. They, they actually like, they seem more like what should be Jim and the holograms when they were playing in their. Yes. Garage. And they don't seem like it now. No. And it's like, oh, we're trying to modernize it. Like, no, you could still do. Jim and the holograms. People would know it. Like I knew of Jim of the hologram or well, the holograms, but um, the thing is, it didn't look like it here. This this movie decides that um, it seems to forget that things like Lady Gaga and like eighties yeah. things have become a resurgence. Mm-hmm. It seems to forget that it is an eighties thing, and it's becoming it is a resurgence right there in front of us as it's happening in the film, and forgets. That it lives in the same world. Yeah. Where, no, what what would be great is if you did, you you went full force. You're like, over the top, pink hair, crazy stuff. Like, I want you to look like Leah Thompson and the rest of the girls from Howard the Duck. Yeah. Like, it's uh, like big hair and, and crazy, uh, you know, like leopard leotards or whatever it doesn't like just insane things and we'd be like hell yeah because that's what gaga does that's what like all of them do um and nope instead it's like oh you had pink hair in that video here's a pink like padawan braid yeah (laughs) yeah it's all like, like it's all toned down sadness um they get their makeover done um there's a bunch of quips in there but it's nothing that's like no, not at all. And then um, they go back to their room. They get, like, the whole, like, curfew's midnight, uh-huh. like, but also you can't do anything. But there's some flirting between Rio and Jerrica. Google lets you know where you are. Yeah, Google <laughs> tracks them. Yeah. And then they're all asleep. They all fall asleep in their clothing. They fall asleep in their clothing, and they all have the same room. Yeah, and they're also wearing a lot of makeup to where it was like falling asleep in glitter makeup probably can't be comfortable. No. I mean, in the one more faithful things, I feel like in a, in very true 80s like cartoon, it's fun to have everybody like sleepover style sleep in the same bedroom. Yeah. You know? But there's just like these these are the kind of things where it's like, we're sleeping in the same bedroom. What is this, like 1985? Like, make the joke. Yeah. Make the joke. Make Go the references. It. Yeah. 
go for it. Make fun. And see, that's the thing is, like, when you talked about um, Scooby-Doo, they poke fun of themselves. There is no way that this, like, the the IP of this movie, uh, intellectual property for those <laughs> who uh, don't uh, know the lingo, yeah. um, there's no way that the IP for this movie could be actually taken seriously. It's a girl who has no talent that a fucking hologram computer decides that it's going to project clothes and a new image onto her and she's going to be the most famous band in the world. There's no way you could take that seriously. And yeah. then they go on like crime capers? That's not... Like, you just laughed. Yeah. <laughs> but that was 64 fucking episodes of a cartoon <laughs> that people loved. You can't take that seriously. So if you can't... Why try? Yeah. Just make it fun. And that's the problem because we're about to get into synergy coming alive here. Yeah. So, that, like, yeah, they all wake up. There's, like, a weird glowing and noise going on. They're like, what is it? Whoa. And then her sister's like, I'm going to film it. That's everything. Like, all right, cool. Right. And then it turns out it's the robot. And the robot's alive. It's talking. And it shows them, like, a map. And they're like, that's Santa Monica Pier. What? Whoa. We used to go there. <laughs> Whoa. And it's like, okay, all of this is going to – um, all of this is going to turn into uh, a scavenger hunt. You can sure. tell right then that's going to happen. Um, uh, okay, Synergy. Yes, right. His name's like that's its name, right? But why does it have to be? I'm going to spell it out, right? <laughs> why does it have to be five? Because five looks like an S. Five one N. 3rg dot y like what why are we trying so hard on yeah. some things in this film and then just being like mm, doesn't matter other places well it was the 51st non <laughs> third energy yeah thing <laughs> you know that's why you use those codes <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So then uh, they're like, let's break out. Let's go do this right now. And it's like, just take your free hour tomorrow and do it. This is a, a time, and this happens in this movie a lot too, is um, when she sees Synergy and she looks at it for the first time, they flash back to a clip of her dad making Synergy yeah. and, uh, with this like um, – very 80s video cam, like, uh, where it has the date and time at the top. Like, so you know it's 80s, right? Um, well, it uh, should have been 90s. It should have been, right? No, no, like, a legit should have no, been. No, no, you're right. Like, Did when it, it comes say to say 80s? Well, just meaning, like, like oh, video handy yeah. cams and VHS cams didn't really, like, you could have put the timestamp. I guess so. You're right. But, like, still, like, there, there's, and th that's another thing in the confusion is timeline because there's a lot of things that I feel are very '80s that don't kind of cross over yeah. for some reason. Um, but I'm like, I already saw that clip. I know he made this robot. I don't need to you because they do it here and they do it later on. Yeah. They show like these footage of him making the robot and hanging out with his daughter. By the way. Who filmed this footage? Okay, all of the found footage, it do, you cannot see who is filming it. No, not at all. Who filmed this footage? Was it mom and then she died, but she wasn't as cool, so we only focus on her But mom dad. also gets like the best angle for dramatic purposes for later yeah. on in life. 
Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So they they follow Synergy's map. They steal Rio's car, and yep, they go to they Santa combine Monica Grand Theater. Theft Auto. They find these like these um these wind or the the waves crash on these pipes and create noise. This doesn't exist, right? What In the Santa pipes? Monica, do I don't they? think the pipes exist. Okay, cool. I, don't know. I was like, well, I've been there. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I was there all summer, and yeah. like, I didn't see anything like that. Like, I know, basically, it seems like they broke into what would be the amusement part. Yeah, park part of it, because uh, that's the only part that's fenced off. Meanwhile, uh, from from someone who worked the Santa Monica Pier all summer last year. Um, Four young teenage girls going to Santa Monica Pier sounds like the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. I'm telling you, as a grown adult male, that walking from the parking lot where we had a bunch of employees like setting up our little stage show that we had last summer, uh, me walking alone to the end of the pier, which is where the bathroom is and the only bathrooms that were unlocked, right, was constantly looking over your shoulder like people talking to themselves yelling out to the sky like and not because you just came by and they're like i want to put on a show because they're in their own world yeah you know um lost it yeah insane crazy people like i'm telling you anybody who's listening to this do not go to santa monica pier at night like for a mystery it it, (laughs) right so you got four girls like i'm sorry even four girls you're not going to be able to protect each other from like one crazy person so they find this like water chime i guess and then they're like one of the notes is off what if i rotate it and i was like well probably not but all right and it like unlocks a thing they find a message from her dad, and it's like a computer. It's chip. under a board. And, yeah. It's under the peer board, which is goes back to the joke we made earlier of being like, "How did he like yeah. know? Like he had to have constructed this structure, not got caught, <laughs> installed it. I guess, yeah, and, fully uh, installed it, and then somehow." Santa Monica Pier itself didn't go through any maintenance refurbishment, which I watch them do on a daily basis as well, is they take this giant, like, pole, right? This, like, weighted pole and just let it drop on top of every single nail on the board, like, every morning. Uh, uh, Just to be like, that nail's secure, right? So, like, pretty sure his board would have gotten found with this, like, what was it? It's it's like a hard drive device. Yeah. Right? Mind you, also, when did he die? Did well, he die in 2004? Because, like, he has made the most sophisticated robot yeah. for dying, like, I don't even know, 15 years ago? Yeah. This if Jerrica's, robot... like, 17 and it's 2015, he died, like, in the early 2000s, maybe. Yeah. And it's still, like, the most sophisticated holographic robot that we still don't have. Yeah. None of this exists. I don't know how he did it. Um, but, yeah, they find <laughs> or it. Or why. Uh, yeah. Or why. Like, just <laughs> Like, he explains a, why, but you're like, that's not good enough for me. Write a note on a piece of paper. Uh, I'm pretty sure most normal dads just film a VHS tape yeah. <laughs> and say, he, I'm proud of you. I love you. Have a good life. I'm dead. It's like an expansion chip, and she plugs it into this robot, and then it gives them the next clue, and it's at this club that's like prestigious like music performance club and it's like you've got to know someone to perform there and Which then the next a, day okay. <sighs> the next day they uh they're immediately in yeah 
they're like, and our first show is going to be there. And it's like, thanks to Rio. Right, because like, Rio's like, my mom can't even get in there. Yeah, but and then Rio it doesn't can. explain yeah. how. He just is. Yeah. He's just in there. All right. And this, so. <laughs> are we, and they get to that show. And they perform the song Young Blood. Actually, really if like, I got young blood. blood, 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 blood right? It's really good. It's yeah. But. um. Yes. Power Here, goes. Here's out. things that they did not establish. They did not establish that she had any more than that one solo song. Yeah. Right? How does she have so many fucking fans? Like, it's one thing to be like, she was really good. It's another thing to have, like, crazy Beatle esque fans. Yeah. When you only had this one solo thing. You have no idea. Like, they haven't established, like, hey, we're recording and now we've put out the album or anything yeah. like the only thing that is established that the public knows is like, here's that YouTube video. Starlight industries owns all that now. And it's supposed like they said, and up, here's the teaser poster yeah. and that's it. They set it up to be like some sort of mystery band that you don't know a lot about. Which is fine. But even the gorillas had, yeah. <laughs> had songs before they yeah. performed. Um, yeah, and then so they get to this venue. They're in their limo. Oh, yeah. And uh, Erica is telling them, like, how to behave, how to do it on the red carpet. And she's like, use your eyes, always look a little confused, squint them a little bit, do all these rules. She gives all of them all these rules. They're like, don't fully smile, just, like, be happy. Right. And then they all get out of the car, and none of them do anything anything that erica told him to do and then erica's sitting off to the side like i'm proud of myself look at my girls doing this thing and I know. it doesn't make sense no no it really doesn't it uh, she I, I and i wrote this down i actually had oh, i said okay erica raymond character is obviously the best part of this movie yeah <laughs> right i, I wrote it down i actually have it verbatim here uh but in this moment I did not understand her like I didn't understand every time that she was portraying some sort of something negative that seems like that is not real life, you know, so um, uh, I, I just I did not understand it. Um, there's there's one other thing. uh can I can I just backtrack for a second? Go for it. Yeah. OK, because we skipped where. um Rio found them at the pier. Oh yeah, he finds them. But jump off of here. It's just it's a weird thing that happens yeah. here, where they're like, "How'd you find us?" And the movie proceeds to try to explain it by him going, "I left my iPhone in my glove compartment, and I tracked it via VHS. I mean, via GPS. Sorry, VHS. Well, right? Who the hell leaves their iPhone in their glove compartment? There are some for people one. that aren't as attached to their phones as we are. Trust me, 100%. Jared. I've met them. They're scary. But yeah, <laughs> but in your glove compartment, yeah, in a, a open-air convertible? Yeah, that one's a bit. But they are in like, the middle of nowhere. And and also, Hollywood they dive Hills. into that water because that's how they escape and the they cops. they all have electronics. The robot is waterproof. Thank you. The, no, the robot, oh, they, they say it earlier. They're like, waterproof casing? That's amazing. I Wow, I missed that. Holy hell. Okay, Um, so back to the performance. Uh, I just had to get that out there. They're singing their song. It's really catchy. 
power goes out. Right. We don't have a lot of rolling blackouts in L.A. No. It's like. I don't think I've happened. ever experienced one. I've never experienced one. Six years, nothing. Yeah. But like people are like, well, rolling blackout. And I'm like, pretty sure that's exclusive to New York. Yeah. Um, and somehow this venue loses power. And that's because of Jersey. Like, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> seem like a lot of energy is being wasted and then so yeah, they nobody's really upset they're like oh but then they do this thing like everyone pull up your cell phones yeah and jim notices this guitar that her dad like might be the clue and they like they make their way over to it and they're like singing like young blood and then they take the guitar down and play it a little bit and it's walk perfectly like, oh, for for a guitar that's been hanging on the wall is perfectly in tune yeah <laughs> And and is ready to be played yeah. at all times. And then they finally get backstage. They turn the star symbol that her dad always has used, and like it pops open, and she gets a clue out of it. Mm-hmm. Also, if there's something on the inside of a guitar, like a chunk of any material, that will like, severely change the sound. Oh yeah, of the guitar. So I was like, sure, yeah, Jesus, um, but not here. Yeah, not not, not here. for young blondes. Not in the. Uh, <laughs> Not in the cinematic universe. Yeah. So they find the next clue. They plug it in. Nothing and can, like, nothing can spoil Hillary Duff's amazing, majestic voice. But they, they like, they're like, we don't know what this next clue means. Blah. And everyone else can kind of like a little bit guess it because it's yep. really easy. Meanwhile, why does Hil- uh, <laughs> Hillary Duff, um, why does Jim look like Skrillex in this. Yeah, she does a little bit. It's like her head's not shaved, but it's like yeah, one it's half like is like back. pulled back so tight that like I'm like, what are we going for in this movie? It's, I don't, they keep trying different looks for Jim, and it's like trial error, trial error, trial error. A lot like, of like, error. Yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so they like she's kind of bummed that she didn't understand the next clue, and so then like she goes out and like mm-hmm. signs things for like the people and stuff and then after this concert this is where basically gem fever has struck jimmy yeah. fallon's talking about her uh His the rock is, yeah. chris pratt anybody else who was randomly on the universal lot because they were filming jurassic world or fast and the furious 8 yeah basically <laughs> and then uh, I mean, right like yeah. Jim- jimmy is universal because he's part of nbc the rock well, like in this is 2005 so i think he was filming fast seven um and and chris 15? pratt huh 2015 2015 is when it came out, so 14 is yeah. when they filmed it, right? But the Rock would have been world for Chris Pratt. right yeah. for Chris Pratt. Like it's just like who do we got lying around or who's yeah. contractually obligated? Like Alicia Keys, who I think is part of uni- uh, uh, Universal like Studios. records. Yeah. Um, uh, Studio- Universal Studios, right? <laughs> Studios music. Right? She's 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 in there. She's yeah. yeah yeah. So like you have all these people who are filming like pretending to be themselves and like filming. And like it's decent, but at the same time you're just like, oh we know god, you're forcing them to say it. Absolutely. Um, which is what like a lot of the YouTube videos also felt like because it didn't fully match because, like you said, it was for the cartoon, not for right. This. Um, and then they go to the the next show, so the second show right before it, like the day leading up to it. Um. She talks to Molly Ringwald again, her 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 guardian, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, how's it going?" And she's like, "Well, I'm working at the store alone because I fired everyone. That's not good." And then she's like, "Well, what about like the appeal court date?" And she's like, "That's not happening. So I'm probably going to get foreclosed on within the month." And mm-hmm. she's like, no, no, no. Like, let me ask for like 
a forward of money. Um, and so she goes to Erica and she's like, hey, can I have some like the cash up front instead of like after the shows? And she's like, yeah, of course. Sign this contract. It means only you will be signed on, not your sisters. And she's right. like, I don't know if I can do that. But then she does it. She signs it. But she signs it as Jim. And then the contract says Jerrica. Well, it's the same thing as when you sign something as Stormy Daniels. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. And that's yeah. why you can take the money Which, and then also go <laughs> See, I thought it was going to turn out something like that to where it's like you sign as a different name and everyone's like, ha, 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 you are right. Jim. But then it's like it was supposed to be Jerrica that signed it. So it wasn't the same signature as like what I thought it was going to be. Can I ask? That's not the thing. I'm going to ask you something. That. Yeah. Right? Um, why not? See, th- th- this is another thing where uh, there's the uh, timelines are not established properly. Yeah. Why not milk the band for everything they're worth via Destiny's Child? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like get everything you get get one album, get two albums, maybe even three, right? Then have Jem go solo. Well, see, it wasn't even that like her her sisters were bad. No, there was no they weren't. To cut them Everything out. was fine. The the crowd was digging it. Yeah. Everybody like clearly they in the face of adversity, like the, you know the power going out, they still rocked the show yeah. and everything. And yet you are so adamant for. No, uh, some unapparent reason to make Jem go solo. Yeah. Right? I can get it when you were, like, first trying to get her where you want to go solo because it's like, I didn't even know you had a band, and, like, that's cool. I think it was a little bit establishment to get to the Misfits eventually because it could be that whole idea of... There's a teaser afterwards with the Misfits where Erica right. goes there to work with them to take Jim down. And so it could be that, like, they she tried to do that to the misfits and it didn't work, is kind of like the only thing I could imagine. But that's just a guess. I just don't, uh, I just don't understand where any studio would be like, we're going to basically break up the band that is brandly newly established, like, that people don't even know who you are yet, right? And clearly is successful. Yeah. For a solo contract, and uh, does that really get you any more yeah. money? No, because the money's all in the touring. Yeah. Like the the rest of the band m- members, like will get shit pay anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. So um. Yeah. Jerrica signs the contract, and the sisters find out like before the show. They're bummed. They're all crying. No one's really listening. Mm-hmm. And they're, she's like, oh, well, the house is going to get foreclosed on. This is how I could save it. And they're like, yeah, but you should have told us. And blah. And it's like literally talk for five more minutes and you're all going to be fine. I this timed it. I, I Eight hate... minutes go by between break, band breaking up, band reconciling. Yeah. Like, but I also always hate it in movies to where it's like, you did this. It's bummed. And like they never just sit there and are like. Listen to my side. Let's talk calmly. Let's yeah. talk calmly and figure this out right. instead of you being bummed and walking away and us crying. Yeah. They don't that, do that. Okay. So uh, they walk away and then in, in what I think really cool and what I think is actually the most gem cartoon thing is a very – like Lady Gaga on SNL moment, yeah. <laughs> right? It's it, it 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 is her as a solo artist with people performing uh, behind her and around her with uh like pink and blue gel lights and 
it is very gem. This yeah. is what the movie should have been. This is the stylization that I think would have saved the film. Yeah. If like the entire film was filmed in this neon esque, um, you know, like neon demon type movie. I still have to see that movie. Yeah, it looks so good. Yeah. Um, but that's what it should have been. Like he should have taken John Chu should have taken risks and been like, this movie needs to be uh, because he even they even make stupid fucking references. Rio yeah. in a previous scene that we didn't mention does this whole thing where he's like, you're more than glitter and glamour and fortune and fame. It's like that's a goddamn lyrics from the song that you won't play because yeah. you didn't get the rights to it. That's uh, another thing. They yeah. didn't get the rights to any of oh. the gem music. Well, that's a because error. that's another thing um cuz we're in this moment of like this feels like a music video. Why does this whole performance feel so good and like a music video? Cuz that's what John Chu does. John Chu is famous other than this for both of Justin Bieber's documentaries. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's famous for Now You See Me 2 oh. and Now You See Me 3 that's coming. Oh. Right? On Which what? I don't need <laughs> all over your face. Oh, I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, My favorite target. Damn, that was, I was like, yeah, I'm going to hit this joke that's such a low-hanging fruit. Um like but my <laughs> like your yeah no yeah no like don't uh, don't go lower um no but um and he's famous for GI Joe Retaliation another Hasbro film uh, right no Retaliation's better than the first one okay that's right. that's yeah. the one with the Rock so the Rock came back for another one of his yeah. movies but he's also famous for a whole bunch of music videos yeah okay um so uh. He should have taken that style and just gone all over the place. I don't know why he didn't yeah. do this the whole time, right? And because what I didn't mention about the gem cartoon is in, in between all these capers, there is – and it even has like lettering like the name of whatever the song is that they play. Uh, looks like an MTV music video. They have – cartoon-esque music videos two to three in every episode. Yeah. So they wrote songs upon songs upon songs yeah. that they could have been like, here's another music video by Gem and the Holograms. Yeah. And like he could have used exactly what he's good for and adapted it and just just screwed the pooch. How can you how can you be not self aware yeah. That I mean, how can you be that bad at being self-aware? Well, I think he was trying to at the time take himself out of the music video mentality, but he still had that in him, and he didn't realize. But it. that's what you were hired for. That was like your talent. They saw that yeah. and was like, "You can do this." Yeah, you know, I there is no par part of me who believes that like Universal wasn't sitting around going like, "This is a music video property that we just bought." Uh, you know, what it's if Universal had a live Jim and the Hologram show. I'm down. I would go because what is it basically? It's Videopolis from like Disneyland 1980. Videopolis. Did I say not say it right? Videopolis. While well, I'm also drunk. Oh god, that's a problem. <laughs> you only have four beers. Um, three and a half, and mm -hmm. now three and three fourths. Sure. Um, sure. But. Uh, where are we? Yes, so we get this establishment. The girls break up. We're not doing bad on tangents, video. by the way. It's beautiful. What? We're not doing that bad on tangents. No, I know, and I think it's because <laughs> we both actually like this movie. You can say you hated it, but you liked it. And I, I can tell because of how much you researched it, you liked it. Deep down, you liked it. 
admit it. Don't fight it. I'm done. You're not talking. No, anymore. I just. You're I, not talking anymore. I'm just upset that <laughs> I, I said another great you, nostalgia '80s property. I know could have could have gone to amazing heights and like okay, we well, could have actually gotten the sequel that they tease in March, and it never will happen. We can do um, He-Man. The, n- <laughs> No, I'm never letting you do that. No, uh, what's the battleship? We'll do battleship. Oh Rihanna. Jesus! Yeah. Uh, where fine. They made it but that's not something where I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I love battleship. Can't wait to jerk off the battleship when I get home. Okay, never mind. Moving on. Uh, uh, they're, 18, they're, 18, they're eighteen. They're eighteen. 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 Stop talking. <laughs> um, so yeah, the girls break up, and then it's this whole depression thing afterwards. And Jericho's trying to find herself, and she eventually goes to her childhood home. And then she's like, "Bummer, staring like there's wet cement at like." It's not wet. It's from when they were kids. Yeah, there's wet cement, and like they just scribbled in the concrete their names. And then you hear like, "I thought I'd find you here." Why and does she sister. think? She would find her there. It's just this stupid trope in movies where everyone assumes they can always find everyone at that one spot, and everyone has one place that but they would this go is, when they're upset. But Literally, she's never been here since they left. I know. And this was the time when her little <laughs> sister, her little sister, was like, "I couldn't even learn how to write my name. That's why it looks scribbled." So it's like, how would you even remember how to like do? Jonathan just really loved what I did. Um, no, he killed a fly that's been bothering us for like. A full two hours, um, but it was, was good. Like, I was like Mr. Was, Miyagi. Even her sister shouldn't have remembered because her sister at the time was like learning to write. Which like, what memories from kindergarten do you have? First day, I I peed. Didn't even do kindergarten. Yeah. I was homeschooled, so I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure. I just learned everything I ever wanted to learn about Jonathan. No. In that one <laughs> sentence. No, no. By, I was homeschooled by kindergarten. Yeah, oh, okay. By by third grade, I was in normal school. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but at that point, it's too late. I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it really was. It was. It was, like, it was catch up. It was playing catch up for all of elementary for me. Don't uh, lo- love me. <laughs> I'm not the weird kid. You are. Get out. Whatever, um, guys. So, um, yeah. Y'all have, do, does everyone, any of them have a show? No. So everyone, they all come back together. They're like, let's fix this. And then it becomes a heist movie. It changes the whole theme and feel and everything. It becomes this like bumbling caper esque thing. <laughs> Directly, <laughs> Thank to the I was like, that yes. was weird. Um, I went. Uh, oh God, I wrote it down here. I said, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, because there's some things that we did skip. But uh, fuck them. Uh, yeah, I was like, when did when did it become this like lighthearted and trying to be funny like? caper movie out of nowhere and only for this like 10 to 15 minute segment and then it like forgets about it they figure out that they need to break into starlight studios to take uh or to break into the safe where they put the the gem earrings like those famous starburst pink earrings that she put in a safe, right? In Erica, which is like, why put it in the safe? Yeah. They weren't. You didn't know they were Just important. You have no that. idea that her father is involved in this. Yeah, and because it's one of those things that would seem like it applies if it was the cartoon in yeah. which Eric Raymond like knew that her father was going to give her 
like Jerrica yeah. Starlight Industries oh, yeah. when she was old enough and stuff like that. So like if you knew her father was an inventor and was like inheritance and wise, it'd be like, I'm gonna take these uh earrings. But it doesn't apply in this moment yeah. because they're just earrings that she didn't like. Yeah. So there's a stupid plan. I I I don't think that there's anything Rio was like let me steal my mom's car and then you dress up to look a little bit like my mom and I'm going to drive my mom onto the lot. Yeah. Right? But nobody checks credentials like they just trust her. Right? They but also like I But also why that. don't you just trust Rio? Yeah, it's the second It's convoluted. Yeah. Right? And then they get up to the office and then like there's a demo tape like distraction they start to get out, but then they're like, oh, no, they're not letting anyone out. They set off the alarms. And then they have Jim dress up as Jim. And then the security guards are fangirling over her. And there's right. stupid little, like, quips about it. Like, uh, my daughter's name is Steven. Can you write that uh, autograph out to it? And it's like, oh, my God. Is this before it's... or after more random, like, YouTube drumming intercut oh, between the stuff? random drumming was, like, as they're breaking in. And I was like. Just make a drumming sound and I'll get it. I right. don't want to see it. Why YouTube were you cut. like this? This seemed like a movie that was desperate for any attention that it could get. Yeah. So it's like, hey, these two guys they who are famous on YouTube. YouTube yeah. Right. You'll but see it in our movie. but instead of being like, why don't you just insert the the fucking like squirrel? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. They, oh yeah. You know. Like, but then they also keep bringing about that stupid water skiing squirrel thing, and they're like, everyone loves it. Like, well, no, there was, yeah, that one wa water tube skiing squirrel, but, like, if you're going to insert that, might as well just go yeah. full force. Like, why don't you put Mean in chocolate up. rain while you're at it? Yeah. He was, a, you know, Starlight should been should have been getting chocolate rain signed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, just go all out. Go fun. Like, but it doesn't. It tries to be serious when it shouldn't be, and it tries to be funny when it's like you're long past that point yeah. and this is that point where they try to be funny like the security guard is like fangirling out um like this is also a part where i think oh. zipper does something like to be funny well, zipper's funny moment comes up in a second so what happens while they're in the safe rio finds his dad's will so yes. they're leaving, he's looking at it, and you're like, well, he's going to take the will with him, but you don't see that. So then sure. they go to the venue, but all you of know. the girls, yeah, all of the girls start getting ready. Erica walks in and is like, why are you all here? You're out of the band. And they were like, uh, good luck. And Rio's like, no, 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 you're not doing this to them. And she was like, what do you mean? This is my company. And he's like, actually, um, it's mine. And she was like, your dad, uh, no, he didn't leave that to you. And he's like, well, I got the will. And she's like, no, you don't. I have the only copy. And she pulls out and it's like weird photos or something. It's just gem yeah. promotional material. Yeah. And <laughs> so it like, apparently once Rio feels he's ready, he can take over a company. All right, sure. <laughs> yeah, I hope my dad's will says, like, once Jared feels he's ready, he can take over of HR for this company. And I'll be like, I don't know, sure. I, uh, hire them, fire them. Yeah, whatever. Like, that's not that's how businesses work, right? I think. It'd be like, <sighs> if my dad wrote in his will, <laughs> like, once Jonathan's ready, he can be the captain of the firehouse. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what? Like, no. We that is never. You just write random. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write in my will. 
<laughs> when I'm random dead, my shit son can take over this podcast <laughs> but also my co-host no, died 20 years it's ago it's even th- like, it's things that i have no control over <laughs> Like my son can be president, and they'd be like, "Well, we gotta follow it." I just, you know, wills are ironclad. I mean, hey, requirements for presidency don't really seem to exist anymore. Oh, They're that's terrible. that's that's accurate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have the so, best will. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Rio kicks out. Um, uh, yeah, Rio kicks out his mother. Basically, has like the security guards take her away. Um, I do need to touch before this final performance. We need to backtrack. To the video of them. To Synergy. To basically she. Oh, they Because that's the whole, like, thing. Yeah, I didn't even care. I know. I I didn't either. But it does present the fact that basically she takes the earrings, right? Plugs them into Synergy as well. Which, okay, the slot where the earrings go aren't shaped like the earrings at all. And it's so stupid. No. Shape them like the earrings. Crack open the earrings. Get a, get a SD card out of them. I don't care. Get an SD from them. (laughs) Is that what I thought you were going to say? No, no, no. It should have been something that was like, this is the shape of the earrings. This is what, instead it's like she plugs the earrings in like a key and like revs it up. I don't know. And it doesn't, (laughs) there's no like, oh, this is what it obviously looks like, which I would rather have an obvious, like this is the shape. Those are your earrings. Go for it right but it was like this is a glowing slot put a weird trap put anything in it, it. put what? go ahead no. yeah it, it made zero sense and then the connection is her dad being like these earrings are the last gift to you and then the connection was like use your gifts to unlock device but the thing is like he didn't know this is so convoluted. He didn't know he she didn't was, know gonna she go was going to be a musician. What she didn't. She he didn't know what her yeah. dreams were. Anything like that, right? So basically, it was like, I need you to become YouTube famous, yeah. and then go to LA. Once you go to LA, then via GPS, via GPS location, right? Which is not a thing until like recently, but her fa- her dad, I guess, was advanced. Yeah. Um, says via GPS, Starlight will be activated. Then Starlight will show you the coordinates in which I have uh, like said that you need to go to Santa Monica, mm-hmm. right? After Santa Monica, it will give you coordinates to say, like, you now need to become more than just YouTube famous. You need to become world famous in order to get into this, like, like club yeah. in which the next clue will be. And then if you so happen to have held on to those earrings I gave you, you know, then it'll all come together. It's not even something where it's like this leads to this, this leads to this, oh, this leads to this. It's 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 hugely a bet. And uh, a lot of the problem that I have with this is the fact that it's like you did all this just to tell her you were proud of her and like that you like it does not prove that she actually accomplished her dreams and goals. She might have just broke into that club in the middle of the night and is like homeless (laughs) even knows like I'm homeless and I only have this robot as a companion and uh, my life is in the shitter. Yeah. (laughs) And I stole your guitar, Dad. And uh, I actually do live on the Santa Monica Pier, so that was convenient. Yeah. You know? no, it's <laughs> it, um, none of it is based in, like, all, like, 
it all had to be a very one-track path that she needed Absolutely. to Absolutely, right? All but, to just tell her you're yeah. proud of her and that you love her? Yeah. Just tell it. her that. Yeah, leave a VHS. <laughs> I don't know, make an MP3. Right. She'll be fine. She'll grow up okay. Yeah. And then, so they get to the concert. But Erica's also doesn't tell, doesn't say mm-hmm. shit about the daughter, yeah. well, the other daughter. See, I was going to bring that up, but then he's like, I love you so much. You're amazing. You're perfect. You're beautiful. You look like Linda Evangelista. Your daughter, <laughs> ex- you're like, your sister exists. She's pretty cool. <laughs> she's, she's out there. Uh, I think she's mine, but I don't know. And then, like, just rolls along yeah. about her. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Erica is out of the picture. We're back to this concert. All the girls go on stage, and before they do their, like, final performance, they're like, you're Jim, you're Jim, you're Jim. We're all Jim. Jim just means different and fun and cool and funky fresh. According, and then it, like, yeah. that's the movie. Well, because basically the speech is, like, um, anybody who has a voice, anybody who wants to go out there and make a dream happen, anybody who, like, like wants themselves to be heard, like you're Jim. So basically, you're saying that Jim is social networking. Yeah, Jim is YouTube. 100%. If you have a voice, you can then go post yeah. it. Yeah, is what you're telling me, yep. right? Um, End movie. Also, the drummer is playing timpani. I don't hear timpani in this yeah. song. Whoops. Timpani is like literally the 2001 like boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah. Nope. Didn't he? Not there. <laughs> uh, couldn't you not have given her a real drum set? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So movie ends and we get a lot of like. Oh, the video. title drop gets happened here too where a Rolling Stone manager comes up to Rio and is like, I love you girls. Like, what are they? And he's like. Um, uh, Gemini hologram. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not even like you didn't even ask them yeah. if that's what they want to be called. Like you just went for it. Like, and we uh, then we get a post credit scene of Erica going to the Misfits and trying to get them to take them all down. And the Misfits lead singer is Kesha. So now I kind of want to do like have a sequel. <laughs> like I love everybody Kesha said that in the reviews for this. Like that, like our fans of this, they said the same thing. I want a sequel, yeah, 100%. But the problem is about this is that, like... (sighs) Battle of the Bands, I don't know. It's almost as if, like, they were like... At the end of this movie, they were like, oh, shit, (laughs) we didn't make a gem movie. Yeah. And then we're like, well, what do we do to make it a gem movie? Well, throw in the Misfits, and then, like, they'll be, like, band versus band. Because... Okay, what in my feeling, what this should have been is a battle of the bands type climax, right? Yeah. Misfits should have been brought in halfway through. Oh, yeah. Like, they should have been another YouTube famous band that came up, right? And then Starlights is pitting them against each other in every – because in the first episode of the cartoon, that's what happens mm-hmm. is that there's a band – uh, concert and Starlight's like, oh, if you won't play it, I'll get these girls to play it. They're better, you know. Like, and and that's it. They pit themselves against each other at all turns. Yeah, that's what this should have been. That's oh, it. Yeah. Simple. Like, why does it have to be so convoluted with the ant being like, oh, I'm gonna lose the house and I'm gonna lose the business and the job and like the band's gonna break up and stuff like that. That's all cool, but I don't need it. I don't care. Yeah. Right. So, um, this, oh God, this, like I said, this movie is, um, 
another failed origin story before an origin story. Yeah. Like, if the sequel existed, that's the gem movie we deserve. Oh, yeah. And I think if they ever, ever do make one, they that will be they better, won't. but they won't because it's tell you terribly. Why. I'll tell you why. I mentioned it in the beginning, but um, basically this had an opening weekend of $1.3 million on a $5 million budget, right? Nice. It was the worst opening ever for a wide studio release. You want to know what it went against? <sighs> Hold on. This is 2015? Yeah. What month? October. October. Okay, October. So that wasn't that wasn't Star Wars, right? No, 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 no. That would have but been... that was Star Wars two months later, but still. Yeah. Um. Ooh, I don't know what they would again would have <laughs> been against. You're gonna love this. Was it Scooby Doo the movie? I'm kidding. No, Scooby Doo the movie at all. No. But I don't. Was it? Was it a was it a Disney movie? You're not gonna guess these at all. What was it? So, a Di- was one of them Disney? No. Oh, ready? Was one of them superhero based? Mm, no, no. What was the genre? Uh, horror, fantasy, and um, a biopic. And they oh. all grossed better. And none of them are, like, well-known. Or are they all, like, eh, they're okay. I mean, one is part of a franchise, and the other one, pretty well-known. Is the fantasy or the horror part of a franchise? <laughs> it's a fun game you're playing here. I know. I'm really what? The, what? Is the, the fantasy or the horror a franchise? The horror is a franchise. The fantasy wanted to be. It didn't make it. So it's another bomb that we'll do on here, actually. It wasn't Saw. No. I don't. I give up. Already. Okay, ready? Um, and I think these are in order. I didn't confirm it, but I think these are in order of what made the most money that same weekend. Um, the Last Witch Hunter with uh, Vin Diesel, oh. <laughs> where he has like the glowing fiery sword. I don't like that. <laughs> yep. Um, Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension. I might have seen that one. Yeah, that's the one where it's like a Mexican family in L.A. I did see that yep. one. Yep, yeah. Uh, that's where it got weird with time travel and stuff. Yeah, I could see that one doing better in theaters. Right? Uh, a film called Rock the Casbah. I don't remember. Um, I remember hearing about it. And then the biopic, uh, Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah. Well, that one wasn't supposed to be good either. Uh, I like the Ashton Kutcher one, Jobs, better. Yeah. But um, either way... All of these are not substantial (laughs) to have one. No, I mean, by paranormal, because you you had four paranormals before that. This is paranormal five, and still did better than this. Right? You had what possibly could have been a major fan base, an '80s nostalgic fan base, and it still bombed out. It only grossed thirty four thousand dollars. In its opening Thursday night, which accumulates to an average of $36 per theater. Oh. That's like three seats. Three <laughs> seats for sure. Holy in, shit. In over 2,000 theaters. Maybe four seats per theater, but still. Oh it, my is, God. it is now historically the worst opening ever for a wide major yeah. studio release. Man, I kind of wish it would have done better. 
<laughs> it was pulled from theaters after week two because that's of not, this. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Well, whoopsie doopsie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> what uh? What are your W's? Uh, my W's. Um, if it happens to be on cable, mm-hmm. I think I would casually put this on just to like if I'm. I just I know I just use this if I'm cleaning, but this one I think I would stop to actually watch. This is what sucks for me is that like this movie until that final like kiss with Rio, I am conflicted as a a of age male mm-hmm. in this film. I don't know whether or not I should feel attracted to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was attracted to Rio, but he's of age, so right? That's <laughs> um. And then, uh, I mean, there's no appeal for a straight male of this film at all. So yeah. my W's are skewed. Yeah. Okay. There's absolutely none. But I straight so up the W's. If you're if you are a mom who has daughters and you're looking for a role model and a yeah, message to be great. put out there, this is a great movie for you. Which is what most of the reviews say. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are what are our five stars? Oh, some five star reviews. Yeah. Okay, so, um, uh, yeah, we're starting this new little thing. Uh, where we're just going to, uh, we we scour Amazon or in uh, IMDb for people who thought this movie was not a bomb, but five star worthy. They thought it was like the bomb, not a bomb. Right. So the movie came out on October 23rd, 2015. This one's dated October 27th, 2015. Ah. So somebody came out of the theater and wrote this. Wow. Ready? Movie of the year so far is the title. Okay. We got all the way to October to pick that one. Right. Gem and the Holograms was one of the best movies I have ever seen in my life. And so far, it's currently my top, fi- my top pick for 2015. It really does hit your heart with open-minded messages. Fame is never good and always comes with the consequences. My eight-year-old daughter fought back against her leash. But... <laughs> It's just the leash writing alone. Okay. My eight-year-old daughter fought back against her leash, but by the time the movie ended, her opinions had changed. She totally loved it, and she wanted it on Blu-ray instantly. Obviously, though, it's not on Blu-ray yet, which really upset her. Just goes to show how good it was. My favorite part was the acting. We've got some really good performances here, and I can tell these actors slash actresses are upcoming mega hitters. Go see Jem and the Holograms, and your money will be in the safe hands for a sequel. And boy, do you want a sequel after watching this. Amazing. People who hate it are clearly sinners who don't understand the messages. You don't want blood and death, really? No. This is 2015, and with feminism up and coming in the world, I think this shows really strong political values. It's okay to be yourself. You're a woman and proud. These men don't need you. Come into the light away from these Star Wars nonsense alien rubbish movies. Gem and the Holograms opens up a new path for strong women into the future of 2016. Thanks. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's sorry. that's you it. Got really, okay. Yeah, sorry. So, Are, I right. have a lot of problems <laughs> with this lady. Um, I think she is. This a, is a world before Trump. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of hope. She 100% is white. Her name might be Kathy, maybe Brenda. I would say Karen. Karen. It's always fucking Karen. Right? It's Karen. I thought that you meant like her name actually was Karen. But she was like, we can do this. Girls, too. No, her username is, uh, tonight turn your weapons into snow. That makes no sense. (laughs) Your face. What is she, like an alchemist? <laughs> God. Okay, I'm done with her. I don't want to even get it. Oh, God. I just love the fact that, like, I I love reviews that just attack unrelated movies for no reason. <laughs> Not like that Star Wars stupid. It's like, wow, okay. Like, shut up. <laughs> oh, this is the movie of the year. Don't even let Star Wars fool you. It isn't even Jesus. out yet. Oh, okay, and I got one more. This one's a bit lengthy. That last one was lengthy. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, wait. No, wait. No, I got two. Sorry. Um, This one's for um, SR Kalen 20. Uh, no, just SR Kalen. Okay? Title, a well-made, inspiring movie that adults need to stop breaking down. Okay? Okay, I can see that. All right. Although many say that this movie is absolutely terrible, I disagree. Mostly all the reviews have been made by people in the mid-30s who obviously are still worrying about a childhood cartoon that is loosely based off of the movie, not an identical match to what the cartoon was. So all you angry 30-year-olds need to just focus on your bingo and Sudoku because obviously this movie wasn't made to please you. The age range for this was made for young teens. Sorry that this movie didn't fit your needs, but obviously this is awesome music, good acting, and amazing storyline that can go really somewhere. To conclude, I would like to say that this movie inspired me as a person like the cartoon did for you. Young teens now want to be just like Jim, and you 80s kids are stomping on that. They altered the movie a ton to make it more interesting for today's young teens slash preteens. This was the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. And I was working at the movie theater and I was already downloading the soundtrack. (laughs) God. Uh, I mean, this one is so like attacking. It it's clearly like either a preteen or a teen that's attacking like eighties people, but doesn't understand why they're upset. Yeah, and but then also doesn't understand what eighties people like because of bingo, yeah. <laughs> Sudoku, bingo. Uh, also, I don't want to be like the pooper on your parade. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sudoku. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Sudoku. Oh, we we have this whole thing. Uh, I was reading out names the other night, and our friend Jenny. Uh, like who is a universal tour guide is just <laughs> killing me. Like just I'm butchering names left and right. Like I well, was like, can one Tana be? Yeah. Okay. One more. Oh, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is by James N. Simpson. I wanted to get a male's perspective. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, title. Audrey Peoples does a great job in this. If you like her as 
Lavia Grant in Nashville. You'll love her as Jim. That's the title. <laughs> okay. This, this guy probably just masturbated to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this was a great movie. I watched this movie without knowing it was a film based on a cartoon of the same name from the 80s, and it was only when watching the extras that I learned there was a Hasbro cartoon. I was a kid in the 80s, watched the other cartoons they mentioned, which I don't remember them mentioning, no, <laughs> right? Uh, but I, I had G.I. Joe 1s, but yeah, no. But I had never even heard of it. But it does make some stuff I thought was kind of weird in the movie make more sense now that I know that there was a cartoon. The reason I watched it was because I've really got into the show Nashville and – I like Audrey Peoples, Layla Grant's character, and I think she is actually one of the better singers on the show. Her character doesn't get as many songs or screen time as Hayden Panettiere's character. I probably butchered that too. And most Hayden of Panettiere. Okay. Uh, and most mine sounds better. <laughs> and most of the others. Uh, so I found out she was playing the lead in. Uh, so I found out she was playing the lead in Teen Becoming a Rockstar Movie. I thought I'd check it out. That's what the movie is. It's basically a girl whose father died when she was young who connects with his memory thought uh, through singing songs as the character called Jem that they – God, this is it's, – it's one of those weird things. Funky. Hold on. That's what this movie is. It's basically a girl whose father died when she was young who connects with his memory through singing songs as the character called Jim that they made up together. Wrong already. Okay. <laughs> she likes to keep this stuff to herself and her family, but of course, in this viral video world, her younger sister puts up a clip of her playing up on YouTube, and of course, everyone watches it, and everyone wants to know who this mysterious Jim is. Then... Uh... It's pretty much your standard young star who loves her younger sisters who are a band and wants to share the experience with them. But the head of the record company, played by Juliette Lewis, only wants her and wants to dump the band. But this one throws in a small, cool robot called Synergy, which isn't quite built. And Gem and her sisters must solve clues to find the rest of the robot hidden around L.A. and to find out what her father wanted her to know. Why you wouldn't just leave the whole thing to your child is a bit odd. I mean, what are the odds the places, parts, and uh, and I... things are hidden wouldn't be renovated or uh... demolished by the time your daughter grows up Can or I... that she even find them all? No, I just – I want to stop you because <laughs> Why? I want to stop him. I know, because right? it's like this is not – you – you aren't the synopsis. <laughs> oh my god! I'm right? so angry. That's right why now. I did this. I'm uh, like... so mad. Is there more? Uh, How much more? A little bit. Okay. No. It was also a little odd <laughs> that it sort of comes across he clearly had a favorite daughter, as he seems to pretty much exclude her younger sister. I'm assuming the other two are adopted since they are at a different race, but he may have just slept around, I guess. The guy doesn't even... This is he why I kept going. <laughs> he just assumed things. Okay. But if you can only live with it being an easier-to-find stuff world, like most made-for-teen audience movies, and also one where you don't really have any dangers of driving around in dark abandonment, 
abandoned areas of L.A. at night for four teenage girls, then you've got a pretty good movie. It's also pretty predictable. Audrey Peoples performs her songs. Her character even handles a Billy Idol at the NRL Grand Final situation where the toss and loss of power to the stage really well. I didn't really get the final scene with Juliette Lewis's character, but I guess it's referencing something from the cartoon. Molly Ringwald is also in this in a minor role as the mother of Jem and the other girls. <laughs> Five stars. I, this man literally... This is... Okay, I don't <laughs> this know... This is if, why I had to conclude this, this male... This is mansplaining. <laughs> This is definitely someone that's like, what's this? What, I told why you, I see this movie? I told you it'd be worth it. I told you it'd be worth it. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't. He's in the episode on my anger. Ah! <laughs> oh, God, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes uh, and uh, Google Play. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, <laughs> and Facebook. He's so, so pissed. I'm so mad at that entire review. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, at Bombs Away Show, you can also uh, make sure that you write us contact at bombsawayshow.com. Um, <laughs> my name is Jonathan. <laughs> I'm a shitty robot, Jarrett. <laughs> and this has been truly outrageous. Hey, this is Jarrett with the Bombs Away podcast, and we are here in the Frida Cinema recording our podcast. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located here in Santa Ana in Southern California. It serves the neighboring communities, and it is a non-profit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. It's here to entertain, and that's why the entertainment industry exists. So what they show on these screens is pretty amazing. They have things such as the director series and it features directors such as Martin Scorsese, Mel Brooks and Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman if you didn't know did the Toxic Avengers and the Class of Newcomb High. They also have something called Friday Night Freakouts and this is presented by OC Weekly. It has films that are among the horror or sci-fi kind of genre. They've done films such as Lost Boys, Hackers, and The Room. They've also featured anime like Your Name and Akira. Some other things they do are double features. They've done things such as Hot Fuzz mixed with Shaun of the Dead, which is actually two pretty good films. They also show a lot of cool things among the lines of indie films. They have The Void, which is currently on Netflix, and they also have had Academy Award-winning films such as Best Film winner Moonlight, which I think is pretty awesome that it showed in this space before it actually went up. If you want more information about Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, you can go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for filmmakers, for filmgoers, and for you.
This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.